Welcome to the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we are having conversations that matter for wherever the military has taken you. We're bringing you stories from real military spouses who not only understand the challenges, they are harnessing the opportunities to build lives they can love. From new spouses to veteran spouses, you'll get tips, tricks, and actionable steps that will help you along your military life journey. Welcome everyone, this is Heather Campbell, and we are so thankful that you have joined us on the Mill Housing Nation podcast, where we dive into the uniqueness of the military family journey by helping you build a life, a community, and a home you love when you are not in control of where you will call home next. Hey everyone, today we are going to be talking about a fun topic in light of Valentine's Day and love and celebrating everything that is love here in February, but we're gonna be talking about military marriages. Now, later in the year, in May, is Military Spouse Appreciation Day. And that is a wonderful day to celebrate those of us who have married into the military, right? Some of us took an oath to serve the country, and then some of us took a vow with our left hand to serve alongside our service member who is serving the country. But one of the difficult parts of military marriage is finding resources for support and sort of knowing where to turn. So I want to bring in some ideas, bring in some resources for all of you who are listening, whether you are a veteran spouse, a military spouse, military family, maybe soon to be military married, maybe previously married to the military, maybe a civilian friend, any sort of support in there as part of this community. These are important resources that are, of course, beneficial for those of us in the military community, but really could be available to anybody with what I'm going to share with you today. But first, let's take a moment and say thank you to Armed Forces Bank. They are today's episode sponsor, and we could not do what we do here at the Mill Housing Network and the Mill Housing Nation podcast without their support. And we will hear a little bit more from them later in today's episode. Okay, now, if you've been married to the military for any length of time, you have probably seen things at your local installation chapel or maybe through national ministries where they have retreats or or different things from a faith-based organization. Or maybe for us in the Air Force, we have a family advocacy office. It's called something a little different on, on different installations, but we have an office where we could go and get relationship information or support, or even sometimes you can get access to counseling based on sort of where you are and the availability and if there's a provider there and if you can get it covered and and all of that. But those can feel really difficult to find or difficult to navigate. And sometimes, quite honestly, we look for resources that are outside of our local area, that are outside of our base, our command, our peer group. You know, when we're looking for support for military marriages, that's a very personal area of your life to open up for support whether it's for emergency support, right? You've had some event, you've had um, a relationship breakdown and you are looking for emergency support, a lifeline, if you will, to bring it back to life. Or if you're just doing what my husband calls a tune-up, just, hey, we're gonna go in for regular maintenance. We're gonna go in and see how things are doing and see if there's anything on the horizon that maybe we should be aware of or anything that's underlying that could turn into a big issue if we didn't realize it when it was a small issue. So there's lots of different ways to seek support for military marriages. But I want to share with you a few different spouses specifically who have invested their careers, their passions, their resources, their knowledge, their professional expertise into supporting military marriages. Now, the first one might be a name that you've heard of before. Her name is Corey Weathers. She is a licensed professional counselor. She is one of the very first to, you know, sort of be considered a military influencer, a military spouse influencer. She is a speaker, an author of a book, Sacred Spaces, My Journey to the Heart of Military Marriage, and she's also the host of the Life Giver podcast. Now, you can do a quick Google search. You'll pull up information about her, different resources that she has available, both for free and for purchase, 
or different events that she'll be speaking at or that she's participated in or different things she's endorsed. But she is really one of the first in our space, really in the last 10 years, to sort of come at military marriage from a spouse perspective and say, hey, let's talk about this. Let's talk about why it's hard. Let's talk about why it's difficult. And let's create support to empower military marriages. So that is one person that you might not hear about, you know, in your local military installation, but you can find her virtually. And thankfully now in a post-pandemic world, finding virtual support and community is easier than ever. So first one to look for, Corey Weathers and all of the work that she does. Second one, second military spouse I want you to be aware of. She was the 2020 and 2021 Armed Forces Insurance Air Force Spouse of the Year. She was our full branch winner. Very thankful to call her my friend and just a sister in this community. Her name is Brie Carroll. Now, one of the things I love about Brie is that she is this highly educated, driven woman, mom of three, and she happened to fall in love with a military guy. Many of us have that same story. And so her life, her career, her marriage, her family, all of those have looked different based on their family's commitment to military service. Now, she has created, she created back in 2020 on August 14th, Military Marriage Day. Do you hear that? A whole day just to celebrate military marriages, to talk about them, to empower them, to support them, and to bring awareness to this need. The currently serving population is less than 1% of the U.S. population. We're a small sliver of the pie, and then those of us who are married are even smaller, but we have really unique needs and circumstances that are worth, one, supporting, and two, celebrating the successes of. So Military Marriage Day, Brie Carroll, the vision of Military Marriage Day is building strong relationships through inspiring moments to bring greater growth and connection to all U.S. military couples. How beautiful is that? There's no religious requirement. There's no marriage preference of whether it's uh, homosexual marriage or heterosexual marriage or anywhere in between or identifying anything like that. It is solely created to help support those of us who are in committed relationships with someone in the military, including military to military, what we call mill to mill or dual military marriages. And I love everything that she does. She's had multiple states. I think last I looked, 14 different states declare that August 14th is Military Marriage Day. Obviously, the goal is to get a proclamation from every single state and all the way up to the national level, making it a national holiday, Military Marriage Day. She also is the host of the Hearts and Stripes podcast, which is specifically, you guessed it, geared towards marriages and supporting marriages and celebrating marriages and hearing the stories and testimonies of many people who are married to the military and the struggles they've been through and the ways that they have gotten through difficult times and also where they've been able to find support. So another great resource, Brie Carroll. Next one is another woman, another highly educated, highly driven woman is Lindsay Cavanaugh. Excuse me, Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh. She is wonderful. She is a Navy spouse. She's got her doctorate in psychology. She is a counselor. She is an expert. She knows all things relationship, military, counseling, everything together and how that interacts. One of the really interesting things about Dr. Kavanaugh, she's also a military spouse of the year winner. She was one of our Navy branch finalists in 2022. So again, she's been recognized for her work for this community. She also has a podcast, Married to the Military, but she offers coaching. So Brie Carroll does Military Marriage Day and has a podcast. And Corey Weathers does a lot of speaking and she's written a book and she has all of these resources and things she endorses. And Lindsay not only has a podcast to get out that free content, but she actually has a coaching program where people 
can sign up and actually be one-on-one with her, be in her groups, be in her circle of influence and say, hey, help us with this. Help us check up on this. Or how do I approach this topic? Where can I find resources in my area? I'm stateside. I'm overseas. I need virtual. We're having this complication. And she is a wealth of knowledge. She has a heart of compassion and she loves military couples. She loves military marriages. And on a more personal note, I think she's amazing. She just did an overseas move with a newborn by herself because she had to get there before her spouse. So those of you who have done overseas moves or moved with kids or had to move without your spouse, you will appreciate that Lindsay is amazing. So those are three women that I want you to be aware of who are specifically dedicating their work, their resources, their intelligence to military marriages. Again, all of them are military spouse of the year winners, either at the base level, the branch level, the overall level meaning that they've been recognized by Armed Forces Insurance Military Spouse of the Year program as people of influence, people who are making a difference in their local or national community. And I am so thankful to know them, to be connected with them, and to be able to recommend them to you. Now, I've got a few more things I want to share, but first, let's hear a little bit from today's sponsor, Armed Forces Bank. A full-service military bank committed to serving those who served since 1907. Armed Forces Bank provides a vast array of affordable and easily accessible financial products to both active and retired military and civilian clients in all 50 states and across the world. When you're in the military, your needs are different, and your banking should be too. That's why, no matter where you are stationed in the world, Armed Forces Bank strives to make everything from banking solutions to financial advice personal, valuable, and convenient for you with numerous services, including online and mobile banking tools to help you bank on your schedule. Okay, everyone, welcome back. I already shared with you a couple of military spouses. Again, all of the ones I shared were women who are married to men because they're the ones currently who are making noise and creating space. Now, they do support all different kinds of marriages, but I do want to be very clear that those were women who were married to men that I recommended resources from. But I want to share a few resources with you that are not person-specific. They're not specific people who are doing something, but different organizations that you might not be aware of. First one, anytime you are on an installation, of course, you can go through your local chapel and your chaplains to get support. Now, one of the things I find difficult is there's a stigma or a fear that chaplains are only going to do faith-based counseling or faith-based support. But actually, the chaplain program is created to support quality of life for service members, regardless of religious affiliation. So while they might you know, maybe be ordained in a certain faith or have training in a certain background or a certain belief system, their job creation, their entire role is to support the health and well-being of military members, including military marriage. So talk to your local chaplain. See if there's a chaplain in your installation, in your unit, who maybe has beliefs that line up with yours, or they might even be plugged into your local community and be able to recommend, hey, there's a counselor off post that I can refer you to. Oh, hey, here's this organization that I think would be a great support network for you. So, you know, first off, I want to absolutely plug all of the chaplains and all of the services because they are such a wealth of knowledge and they really are on the tip of the spear with what is available to military families through all of the military service organizations, uh, veteran service organizations, and of course, through the different branches of military. So first stop, make sure you are connecting with your chaplains. Also connect with your service members support. So here in the Air Force, we have the first sergeants, we call them the shirt. I think it's something similar in the army. Each branch has sort of a different thing that they call it, but connecting with whoever is sort of your, if you want to say HR person within 
your spouse's unit or your own unit and saying, hey, you're in the know. Also in the Air Force, we have something called the Key Spouse Program. I know other, I think Army has SFRG and FRG, and then there's ombudsman. But point being, there's different people who are trained by their branch of military to know the things. I'm a key spouse. I'm, I'm truly trained to just know the things, to be an information hub, to point people to things. I don't solve problems. I just connect people who have a question with the resources available. So check with your chaplains, check with whomever's embedded into your unit and sort of in charge of knowing the things, see what information they have. And you could always play it off anonymously and say, hey, you know, my neighbor's really having a hard time. I'd said I'd ask, where can they get information about this, right? So there's different ways that you can find that out without really divulging the specifics of why you may want support or be looking for information. Another organization to kind of keep a lookout for, now this one is faith-based. It is called A Weekend to Remember, and it is a Christian organization, but they have these weekends. I think it's a Friday night and a Saturday and maybe a Sunday breakfast, but they have these entire weekend conferences, which you can often get covered by a scholarship through different ministries to specifically talk about the hardships of marriage or different areas that you might be struggling. So if that is something that you're interested in, definitely look into those, see what is available and see if, you know, maybe that if those beliefs or those uh, resources are something you're interested in, that is one I know that is offered nationwide at all different places um, all throughout the year. So there is often going to be something somewhat nearby that you might be able to attend if that is of interest to you. I have known people that go to those as sort of a checkup, as a fun thing. Hey, let's see if there's any new resources we want to you know, kind of put in our toolbox. And I've known families who have gone in crisis, truly looking at you know, separating and, and having a difficult time and really been able to identify sort of what those issues were during these weekend remembers and approach those from a mindset of, okay, now that we know where the problem is, let's see if we can realistically work on these. So And it doesn't always work, right? Sometimes those problems can't be solved, but that is a really great way to spend sort of a couple of days. If you don't want to enter into a regular counseling or a regular follow-up, that's a great option to sort of take a couple of days, really um, spend some intense time together and, and work out some of those issues or just get, you know, 48 hours together away from the kids. If you have that privilege of having family that can travel to watch your kids. I, as you guys know, live far away. So that is not an option for me, but I have heard good things about those seminars. And then a couple of other things to think about. Military OneSource, you can go through Military OneSource. It is offered through the Department of Defense. You can just, you know, go onto the Military OneSource website, just like they have information about transition and about jobs and military spouses and furthering education. They also have on there information about marriage counseling, marriage support, and where to find resources that are covered or you know, of little to no cost to military members. So definitely look at Military One Source. You can also connect with your military and family life counselors. Now, these are designed to be at every installation. I know, at least in the Air Force, some of those positions are sitting vacant, but point being, they're designed to be counselors and support for not only military member, military spouse, but military children as well. You might even have a pediatric what they call MFLAC, Military Family Life Counselor. You might even have one for kids in your area. So definitely connect. Again, if you have that person embedded in your unit, you know, your first shirt, your key spouse, your SFRG, or going to your chaplain, they're going to know how to get you in contact with those resources. Again, Military One Source and the MFLAC is not going to be faith-based. It's not going to be values-based necessarily. It's just going to be an available resource for anybody who might be looking for extra help and support. And then lastly, this one, 
is one I personally just learned about a year ago and have benefited from. There is something called the Cohen's Veteran Network for Counseling, and they have opened up a number of locations nationwide that offer both virtual and in-person counseling services. Now, I have benefited in my very remote area from connecting through using that service to finding someone for support for things that I was working through, things I said, I know that I need to look into these things. I'm ready to talk about these issues. Where do I find help, right? So they were a great resource for me. And they also offer in a number of locations, marriage and relationship support and counseling. So another great resource that could potentially be done from the safety and comfort of your own home through virtual support. And again, that's not going to be faith-based. That's just going to be an option that is available. So again, in this podcast episode today, I wanted to make you aware of all of these resources because being a military spouse for myself for the last 10 years and growing up in the military, I have seen so many different stories of families and relationships that are struggling and not really knowing where to turn. And for a long time, it really was maybe just talking to your doc or your family counselor on base or the chapel, right? And and it just felt like there weren't other options that would allow you that privacy, would allow you to seek help from non-religious backgrounds or even something that's away from command. But also you want to have resources that understand your lifestyle, that understand the stressors that you go through. So it kind of felt like things weren't available to us. So again, There are three spouses that I mentioned who are involved in a number of ways in military marriage and uplifting them and supporting those relationships. Again, there is Corey Weathers, Bree Carroll, who is the founder of Military Marriage Day, and Dr. Lindsay Cavanaugh, who hosts the Married to Military podcast and offers coaching and a Facebook group. Then you have through your installation, we've got the chaplains. There's different organizations on base for family support, for family counseling. There's a Cohen Veterans network for counseling, weekend to remember, military one source, all of these different things available. So if you are looking even for a starting point of maybe looking for what should I do? Where should I go? Who should I turn to? These are all great places to start because any of these military spouses or any of these resources, if they aren't going to be able to be a good fit for your needs, they will know how to connect you with something that will better suit the needs of your family. Because ultimately all of these people, all of these organizations are similarly dedicated to military marriage. They want to see our military members succeed. They want to see military families succeed. They want to support you. They want to be there to uplift you in those difficult seasons of life that we all go through. And they are doing their best to create opportunities to make it accessible for military families and military marriages of all kinds. Thank you all so much for being here and be sure to subscribe to our podcast and share it with your friends. We appreciate the feedback and comments you share with us as we continue to support our military community. We appreciate you here at the Mill Housing Nation. The Mill Housing Nation is where you will always have a community no matter where you are stationed.